How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to Rockhound Radio, our Saturday segment known as The Couch in the Dungeon. This week, we're going to be talking about creating your own magic items. Whether this be creating magic items from scratch that you've had an idea for, or taking a magical item that currently exists, and modifying it and giving it your own twist to fit how you want it. With that being said, let's go ahead and jump right into the day's episode. Alright, so you might be thinking, why do I want to create my own magic item when there are so many that already exist? And you know what? You're right. I mean, why? And I'll tell you why. That's because I was playing and my players wanted an item right now. Like, so they ran into this, what they ran into, they didn't know it, but it was a god. And uh, they had a discussion with him, and they're like, listen, we want a reward, and we want it right now. Like, I don't, I don't care. We're not doing anything you want us to do until you give us something right now. And I was like, all right. He picked it up, and he, like, he made a ring. And this ring gave you plus 10 to your health. But what they didn't know was that that ring allowed that god to hear every word that they said while they were attuned to it. And once they attuned to it, they couldn't unattune to it unless they got somebody else to attune to it. It was uh, So it, it became a whole thing. Uh, getting rid of the rings just became a whole thing. And the first time that they realized, they like did all this thing with the god. And they're like, all right, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll say we're going to do it, and then we'll betray it. And then we'll go off and we'll find somebody else. And this god's like a trickster god, you know. So uh, it goes on and on. And uh, the things that they had to go through to uh, try to get rid of that magical item, uh, they tried throwing it over a sea. Uh, I got one guy sold it at least twice. Like sold it, woke up in the morning, it was back on his finger. Sold it again. Woke up and it was back on his finger. Somebody else like threw it in the ocean. Woke up the next morning and it was back on her finger. Uh, somebody gave it to somebody else and they were like, "Oh, okay." They put it on, woke up, and it was not there. And they're like, "Oh, oh, you gotta give it to somebody. That's how you get rid of it." And the whole table just exploded. And it was cool. Uh, so you can get all kinds of reactions out of And that was an item I made up completely on the fly. And then I had to, like, build the whole item later and, like, give it to them all on a piece of paper. And then, uh, like, I have a communication problem. Like, our group gets split up so much. And they always say, you know, one of the main things they say about playing Dungeons & Dragons, don't split the party. <sighs> For us, it's, oh, yeah, okay, we're going to split the party. Three of us are going over here, three of us are going over here, and uh, two of us are going over there. I think right now we're playing with, we play with five to six usually, so. But usually it's at least two, two, and then, you know, like, it's just always split up. So, uh, one of the things I did early on was I made these earrings and originally these earrings were created by a god because they were specific like heroes of the realm so they meet with this god and this god creates these earrings and these earrings allow them to be able to function like walkie talkies and as long as they're holding the earring they can speak into it and everybody hears the ear what's going on everybody that has the earring in so you know and then they're uh 
they're like thousands of miles apart, and they're just like, oh, oh yeah, maybe we'll hold the earring, give each other an update. <sighs> so the new earrings that I made are limited to five miles because they're they were made by you know actual wizards. They weren't really like, oh yeah, here's something by the god, just so that you can talk to each other anywhere. And that was just to simplify our communication problem because nobody had sending or anything like that. And it made it a little lot of fun, and uh, it, of course, made it easier for them to split up, but eventually we got so deep in where everything was getting so dangerous that it was like, hey, we kind of got to stick together. We can't be running off anymore. But when you start creating these magical items, and I'll be honest, I mainly create uh, non-combat magical items, mostly because... There's already enough combat magical items that they can get access to. It, it's more fun to throw in whatever these items are that, you know, like the earrings. Or, and, you know, you can get, like, sending spells and stuff that are limited. But I like giving them, sure, it takes some of the pressure off being like, oh, we can only, you know, we can only say 50 words a day. So we got to be watch what we say. It... it we talk too much. We <laughs> we don't keep track of stuff enough, and it's fine. That's how we play. It's as long as we're having fun, you know. Th that's all that matters. We do like to role play, you know. Like, all right, I'm trying to recover arrows. How many arrows can I recover? Or whatever. Like, yeah, I'm using my rations, but I don't think we ever like actually take stuff out of. Well, some of us do. We, we try to, but usually it's just like we got it written down somewhere and we're like, all right, cross this off. And then we still just have whatever's in our inventory. And then once it's like completely gone out of our inventory, then we'll end up removing it, you know, if we're using an app or whatever. And so 5e, 5e was kind of designed to not really use with a lot of magical items. So, that's another reason why I try not to create a bunch of, like, combat magical items. But, uh, I think you can make a magical item for anything and for out of any reason. You know, if, if, if you're trying to have a campaign that makes sense, then yeah, you know, you'll make it out of something that makes sense. You know, you can make it out of uh, your, like, I used, uh, I think ones were, like, platinum earrings and then the other ones were, like, like gold with just like little amethyst stones and like the stone holds the magic for the ring to function like that's how I explain things um, if you do a lot of traveling and you wanna say you don't have a wizard in your party or somebody that has access to the teleport spell you can give them you can give your party an item that allows them to teleport like once or twice a day, like say, but they can teleport here, and then they can tell. But they have to have a place to be able to teleport to, if you if you want to do it that way. Like I think um, one of the things that coming up in the campaign is eventually they're going to get access to a keep. And one of the things I want to do because even though we have a wizard in the party, uh, the world's pretty big and it takes a while to be able to travel. So I'm thinking if they can get. It'll cost them some gold and some materials, but they'll be able to build a teleportation pad within their keep, and then they'll be able to commission this magical item to be made, and it will allow them to be able to teleport to the keep and rep huh. they will be able to teleport to the keep, and then they will be able to re-teleport to the location that they had left. 
there will be a certain time limit and there will be some other like stipulations like you won't be able to do it in combat it will take a certain amount of time to be able to teleport uh, you'll only be able to teleport so many people but it'll be a nice way for them to be able to like if they're two months journey away from their keep either or if they're you know they're far enough journey where they can't get to the airships they can be like all right well we can set up camp for the night we can teleport we can go back to the keep we can get everything we need and then we can teleport back here and then you know so it'll be interesting i haven't it's there's a lot of knowledge for that up in my head you know what so we'll just uh we'll do that right now that'll, that'll be we'll, we'll write we'll scratch some things out on paper and then uh we can create the item so it'll be it'll require a teleportation pad to teleport to require so yeah you'll have to you have to require a teleportation pad, and if it's somebody else's teleportation pad, now, ooh, should they should they be able to access other teleportation pads with their magical item? Would they need to be attuned to it in some way? Would it need to have some kind of spell casted on it by the person that owns the teleportation pad to allow them to be able to use it? See, these are the kind of items that pop or questions that pop into your head when you start creating magical items now I'm uh here's what we're gonna do I'm going to scratch some things up write some things up and uh, when we come back from break we'll go over it and we are back from break alright so I wrote up on paper uh, some just some things that I wanted this uh, I'm gonna call it the rod of teleportation and the rod of teleportation is a one foot rod that acts very similar to the pole of collapsing when you click the button on it it will extend out it will place it on the ground you click the button it will extend out and then a 10 foot circle with like you know the teleportation runes will form within this circle and then anything that is placed within that 10 foot circle will be teleported to the desired teleportation pad. This can be used once per long rest. And if you were to use it on any other teleportation pads other than the one that say, say the one that you've designated that you commissioned the item with and keep, if you wanted to be able to teleport to say the mages guild teleportation circle you would first have to have permission from the mages guild to use their teleportation circle and you would actually have to attune the rod to their teleportation pad and then this would allow your rod to store that information and then you would be able to teleport amongst the different uh, teleportation pads that you have access to. Uh, to create this item, it will take two pounds of Raxium and one pound of Lodestone, which are items that are I use within my world to help create magical items. Uh, and then, of course, you will have to take this to an enchanter, and this enchanter, of course, would have to, uh, if you were having the teleportation 
pad commissioned, you would have to build that as well. Uh, that would take uh, more Raxium. I don't have a number on it. And of course, it would also take some lodestone. And again, it would take the enchanter and then it would take the time to build it so all in all by the time if if you were to have each of these items as a pair created it's probably going to take you when and within my realm it would probably take about six months for the players you know six months in game and then they would have that and then they would have access to all that and uh of course that really broadens their tribal abilities how they uh how they handle some of their situations if they're going to become the heroes of the realm, uh, it's hard to say. I don't know. So, in the meantime, I'll just keep uh, making some items, making their lives a little easier. Of course, if you're going to make your lives easy like that, then, you know, that makes... That's going to take away some of your travel. That's going to speed up some of your travel. If they're, like, far away, you know, say if they were on the other side of the continent and they're trying to hurry up and return home, they can you know, bam, and use their staff. Uh, now the thing about this is it can be used once per long rest. However, once you've used it, as long as you are within... Oh, I'm going to have to put some more thought into that because I was thinking, like, they could use it to teleport back home and then, you know, like if they had a bunch of loot or anything, and then they would be able to teleport back to where the point where they came from. But I don't want them to be able to, like, all oh, think that, the, like, you know, in the middle of combat. So, uh, casting this teleportation is going to take some time. And then, uh, there will be a very short window upon which they would be able to return to the exact point where they had teleported from. I think that's I think that's how that's going to work. I think it's what I'm going to write up here. So, okay, so the casting time will take an hour, and it will kind of operate like a ritual. And then, upon casting and teleporting through the circle to the pad, you will be able to return to the exact spot where you had left for up to one hour after the casting. So you could, uh, it's not, I run short rest as a, uh, sometimes I run them as 10 minutes during, like, a middle of combat scene, and then out of combat, it's an hour. So, that's, uh, it's kind of a homebrew that we use. I, I like to be able to use a short rest as 10 minutes when they're in the middle of combat, because I know how rough combat gets, and sometimes, you know, you You'll burn all your abilities and the ability in the first scene because you think there's not going to be a big bad. There's not going to be a bunch of waves, and then there's a lot, and you get to a point where you're like, "All right, can we uh, can we take a little short rest?" And they're like, "Oh, it takes an hour," and you're like, "I don't have an hour." So I run. Uh, I like to run them as yeah, about ten minutes in combat. If you can spare ten minutes in combat for a quick rest, you can uh, you can get some points or some hit points back, you can get an ability or two back, and then you're right back into the fray. Whereas, you know, outside of combat, you know, you can spend your short rest to actually do a little bit of something, and uh, it can last up to about an hour. Alright, guys, uh, 
we kind of got a little off topic there at the end, but I think we did a pretty great good breakdown of some creating some magical items, talking about why, talking about how you might use them. Hopefully it wasn't too confusing, and uh, I'll see you on the next one.